0: It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Province of Ontario wants to give you a bit of a tax credit if you have a staycation next year. So if you stay at a hotel, motel, campground in Ontario, get a little bit of money back on that. That's in this proposed bill. I love staying local. I just hate traveling far. You're close to home and... It's just as nice as anywhere else. Well, Matt and I figured hey, it'll help the local economy. A lot of people in Huron County, you might not know the nice hotels that are in this area because you live here. Why would you stay in a hotel? If you're going to take a staycation, there's lots of great places you could visit right across Huron County. Oh, For yeah. example, hotels such as the Dream's Inn on Highway 21 south of Godrich. Enjoy our complimentary soft drinks and bottled water. Ooh, that water is bottled? That's fancy. Rediscover Exeter by staying at the Ranch House Inn on Main Street South. Ooh, a ranch house. You can choose between rooms with two double beds or one queen bed. No way. The Wingham Linden Motel, just outside of Wingham, under new management. Ooh, that management is new. Enjoy a night of luxury at the Hotel Lux on Dinsley Street in Blythe. The room includes... A premium hair dryer. No. <laughs> Cedar Lodge in Godrich. Simple modern rooms with free Wi-Fi. Ooh, you know where else they have free Wi-Fi? France. Yes. And Same Wi-Fi experience they have in Europe. These places are all great. They're all fantastic. Spend your vacation money in Huron County next year. You'll get a little bit back from the government. That's right. It's basically the same as these big resorts around the world. They have beaches in Montenegro. They have beaches in Bayfield. Exactly. The same thing. (laughs) They've made some serious food. Is this the International Space Station? Yeah, they made some good food up there for once. Eating better than me, dude. They made space tacos. Okay, what's the difference between normal tacos and space tacos? Well, here's the special thing here. They've been growing chili peppers up there from seed. Finally, they harvested them, and so they got some beef. Raising cows on the space station? No, there's (laughs) no cows up there. This isn't all from scratch. (laughs) They have some dehydrated tomatoes and artichokes. Add this to the fresh peppers. They actually have some fresh food on the tacos there. Tortilla. Mm-mm. Space tacos. You know how you like to watch TV while you eat? Oh, totally. You look out the window. Yeah, it's like, no, we're eating around the table. But dad, I want to look at the earth from space. But we're passing over the Sahara Desert. Eat your chili pepper, son. Mexican food is an interesting choice up in space too. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, at least it's not KFC. Yeah. I think they only have one washroom. There was a school in Saskatoon had an unexpected visitor yesterday. A moose. (laughs) Moose broke through a massive pane glass window into a classroom Kids freaking out. Ah! there's a moose! Managed to get all the kids out safely. Nobody injured. The moose, I think, was a little bit injured. It kind of laid down in the classroom. They called animal control. They tranked it. Aw. Managed to ship it back out. They took it out of the city. It didn't even get to learn, like, the letter M. -er. (laughs) Poor thing didn't get to learn the alphabet. This must have been the most exciting day, and it reminded me of the most exciting day of the year. We used to get a visit from... The Dairy Princess. (laughs) This was a real thing. The Dairy Princess would come, and we'd all gather in the gym. I always thought she was a real princess, and she was always so pretty. Are you making this a... No, this was a thing. She wore like a crown and everything. And she'd stand up there and tell you how good milk was for you. I think she was hired by milk companies. Hold on, I'm Googling this. Rural kids know uh, what this is. Okay, this is from the province, the Dairy Farmers of Ontario, Ontario Dairy Princess Program? Yes. Hold on. You're like Queen of the Cows or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, like you get to wear a crown and you go around and you promote milk in the schools. Must have just went up there and said, drink more milk. I'm a real princess. And all the kids would be like, wow. And then the dairy farmers would hand her a wheelbarrow filled with cash. Yes. (laughs) You've done your job well, (laughs) dairy princess. There's this 82-year-old Indiana grandmother who just got her first tattoo. 82 years old. Yeah, she read an article that... Was it on Facebook? Uh, baby! <laughs> she read an article or some plaque that said, live each day to the fullest. And she thought to herself, when I was young, it was just unheard of for a woman to have a tattoo. Women don't get tattoos? So she thought, That's unnatural. Maybe she always wanted one. And she thought, at 82, I'm gonna do something big. I'm gonna get a tattoo. I'm gonna burn my bra and I'm getting a tattoo! Yes. <laughs> and now she's gone viral as Tat Granny. Tat Grand. Un- tiktok so <laughs> tat granny good for tat granny do it like why not go all the way why doesn't grandma get a face tattoo yeah <laughs> just go out big a couple teardrops because she was <laughs> in prison for a few years <laughs> go granny gang symbol on her neck something cool Careful out there, it's slippery. If you're stepping out onto the snow for the first time this year, you want to be careful you don't trip. There's a global shortage of crutches for some reason. A lot of us might have some of these kicking around that we could donate. Uh, my parents have some in the basement when my brother broke his leg when he was like 13. Yeah, and we all have a pair, you know, kicking around from that time you twisted your ankle doing, say it with me, fatty, drinking. drinking. Or you just had to ride down the Ben Miller Falls, didn't you? Oh, it's so much fun, though. Ouch. Probably got crutches laying around that time you visited Grandma at Meneset. And you know how things get. You visit Grandma, she pulls out the schnapps, Mm. you're up line dancing, and boom, you twist your ankle. One of the silver linings in this pandemic is that stupid events were canceled, like the running of the bulls in Spain. (laughs) <laughs> Save some lives. Throw these bulls into the streets. People will like run away from them. And then the bulls hurt people. There was somebody who, what, did they die during yeah. this year's running of the bulls? So a 55-year-old man died after he bled out. The horns got in his leg. Bulls are aggressive. Yeah. and They hurt people when they're sure. mad. People die every year. and They should have used the pandemic as an opportunity to just put this dumb event to rest. You know where you won't get gored by bulls? The Godrich Santa Claus Parade. The Santa Claus Parade's coming back to Godrich this year. Nobody's been gored by a bull there in years. Well, back in 62, the bull-goring incident happened. That was tough. That was a tough year. But it was in all the newspapers, but it's been decades. The likelihood of you getting gored by a bull, very low. If you've ever gone to a cannabis store, or if you've purchased cannabis through the government online, and you've ordered gummies Mm-hmm. The gummies come in this little, it's it's like a smell-proof Ziploc package, really tight Ziploc, and it's you can't see inside. It's not clear. It's black. It, not always black. It can be yeah. various colors. I've got green packages, pink, purple, whatever. Okay. And, but it, it's a very distinct package. OPP sent out a news release yesterday saying there was a child who was doing trick-or-treating in Howick Township, and they got a package that looked like that filled with gummies, yeah. Gummies that look like you could otherwise purchase them from a convenience store, but you can also get gummies that look similar through the Ontario Cannabis Store or your local cannabis shop. So yesterday they were investigating whether or not these were cannabis gummies. To be fair, the bag was really sketchy. They is, came in a, a little zippy package. Yeah, How do they investigate <laughs> this? Do they eat one of them? I have no is idea. That, is that how you do it? They, or, have, they or? have testing kits. They testing can, kits. They can test for this stuff. So early yesterday, we got a news release saying, hey, these gummies, some, some kid got these, make sure you check your kid's candy. We got an update on that and police saying the, the candies were not cannabis edibles. I think it was just someone being thrifty. They had this little bag sitting there and then they probably went down to the corner store, just grabbed like six gummies, threw it in the bag for that one kid that comes to their house and rocks at her. That's, that's what it sounds like to me Police believe the baggie was handed out in Roxeter <laughs> I mean, come on I've been to Roxeter a bunch of times is a nice little town You don't expect that kind of thing from Roxeter No, maybe gory, but not Roxeter Blue Veil, sure yeah. Roxeter, no, come on no one ever wants to pay for a new furnace. Oh, man, that's like a bunch of money I don't want to spend. It's one of those things you got to save up for. I've never thought of stealing a furnace. I mean, I wouldn't steal anything, but like, even if you were a thief, would you want to steal a furnace? That's like stealing a piano. It's a lot of work. You need your back brace. Yeah, you need a truck. Two people were arrested after trying to steal a furnace in Winnipeg. So it was a couple. They went into a Winnipeg house. Some instant karma took place. They took the gas feed off and then they both collapsed in the house. <laughs> Went unconscious. We shouldn't laugh. They almost died. (laughs) It is funny because I love it when thieves' plans get thwarted, you know? You know when they run off into the woods? Next thing you know, they're calling 911. I'm lost in the woods. We're lost in the woods. Also, (laughs) we're criminals. It's great. Some of the neighbors reported that they were smelling gas, called the police. They went into the house, and there was these two thieves unconscious. Well, they got them outside the house, and they regained consciousness. Surprisingly... They had some mercy on these people. They released them without any charges. That's nice. you think they would at least get a break and enter charge or something. Mm, no. Just charged them with stupidity, maybe. You know, uh, you know what? These people live in Winnipeg. They've been punished enough. <music> I love me some Port Elgin Pumpkin Fest. Love seeing normal vegetables, but on steroids and enormous. It takes a lot of work to grow those large pumpkins. It sure does. I didn't know potatoes got this big. This was over in New Zealand, and this might be the new Guinness record for the largest, I'm pretty sure, dang potato you have ever seen. A couple in New Zealand had a big surprise. They were hoeing their garden, and they struck something really big. They were hoeing really big, and they're like, what is this thing? It looks like some kind of fungal growth or a giant puffball. And so the farmer dude scratches away at it and tries some of it, tries eating some of it. Oh, is that what farmers do? Yeah, I guess you do. Why you know, would just you sample something right like, in the ground that you don't know? It's like, what if it's poo? It, it would taste like potato and then realize this is just a big, huge, giant, ugly potato, a 17-pound potato. So imagine two 10-pound bags of potatoes. That's pretty much what this one single potato weighs. It looks like a brain, like it's like folded over itself. It's it's a mutant. Potato. I thought it looked like E.T. in the fetal position. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of describing it. They named the potato though. He's a bit of a celebrity there in New Zealand. It's named Doug. Oh, Doug. That's good. Well, it's the way they, you know, got it out of the ground. They dug it. Oh, okay. You get it? Yeah, I get it. Doug. We were trying to think of other names. <laughs> Tate Tate was one name I thought. Tate of, would be good. Like potato? Seymour Pud. Seymour Pud. And then you call him Spud. S S-p- oh. Because you're seeing more of the spud because it's big? <laughs> okay, so you said you you grew up on a, or near a rutabaga farm when you were married early on. Yeah, and I remember one year there was this rutabaga, the size of a beach ball. This is near Blythe. Yeah, we called it Rudy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. So, yeah, I know what this feels like. You're thinking... How how deep in the ground is this going to go? It'd take a day to dig it out. It was this massive rutabaga. Did you steal the rutabaga? I should have put it in the fair. <laughs> yeah, we took it. You took, well, you of took course. Rudy? Of course, it was 20 meals. <laughs> <laughs> I had kids and I was broke. Of course I took the rutabaga. Well, we lived on the farm. We do not endorse stealing rutabagas from a farm that is not your own. Do not do what Mad Hussey did. Unless you want to enter it in the fair. In which case, steal away. We're kidding. It was in June of 2016, this monstrosity came out. Oh, what a nightmare. Playing it for your... Shark? No, stop that. Stop that. Just playing it for your kids on repeat. You've memorized the lyrics. You may have been subjected to torture according to a new lawsuit. Well, I mean, this song is disastrous. It's it's lazy. First of all, they just keep going through the family members, and there's just more and more family members. Stepdad, Shark do, 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 do. <laughs> It just keeps going on and on. Therapist, do, 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 do. Great 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 Grandfather, Shark do, do, do. like it just goes on. It, it is torture. Every parent knows. So the song is 27 minutes long. I think these three guys who were tortured at an Oklahoma jail. Have a good court case going on here. They are suing the people that put them through this torture. What happened was they were secured to a wall with their hands cuffed behind them while this song played on loop. On loop. Oh my God. It played for hours in two separate incidents. The lawyers are arguing this is torture. <laughs> Make it stop! And every parent knows. I think they got a good case here. It is torture. Does this mean all parents everywhere can sue their kids? Yes. Class action lawsuit. Against all kids. You got kids who listen to this song on repeat. You should join this lawsuit. Get paid. Who made this song? We should just all sue them. The devil. The devil made this song. Satan. Eric Church on tour right now. He hired two dogs. To help screen for the COVIDs. Yeah, and this might have just saved the tour, they're saying, because his band a couple weeks ago had a breakout, and the dogs were able to detect this early, I guess, and so it minimized the effect. Apparently, they're really accurate, 99% accurate in sniffing out the COVIDs. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, it only takes them 30 seconds. To wait two days for my nose swab. I know (laughs) the results from that. We need dogs everywhere. The dogs' names are Alex and Timmy. That could be a country music duo, Alex and Timmy. They should open up for Eric Church. (laughs) We're going to have Dan and Shay. Proud seems to like Alex and Timmy. They like them and they have less hair. I don't know if you know the small town of Everett. It's not far from Collingwood, Duntroon area, Collingwood there. It's so small, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. (laughs) So police say they got reports of a drone. Flying outside the window of a home earlier this month, it was about 9.30 at night, so it would have been dark around that time. Yeah, flying close to people's windows, right? Not just like surveying their property, but looking into their homes. This is like a modern version of the Peeping Tom. I guess so, yeah. Right? Right. Guess so. Peeping Tom doesn't have to come right to your door. He can stand a couple kilometers away, send his drone. Let's go see what's going on in Everett. (laughs) Creepy. Ew, the way you said that. Plus, you have a mustache right now. It's even weirder. It's (laughs) kind of weird. (laughs) I've heard about this happening in the city because there's lots of people in the city, but I don't know. When I think of sexy places to spy on, you know what? I guess what I do think of is rural Ontario. Oh, yeah. There's nothing sexier than the going-ons of people. In Varna Let's take the drone over to Belgrave I hear couples make love right in their bay windows After dark, things get spicy in Eggmanville They're so kinky in King ooh, And they got some big houses over there with big windows They work at the Bruce They like to (laughs) sin in St. Columban Nicely done when the lights go out, anything goes in Nile. This is creepy. Yeah. I don't want to see any drones in my backyard. Yeah, no drones. If going I see on here. them there, uh, shooting practice time. There you go. OPP <laughs> say if you see a drone outside <laughs> your window, call the police cuz that's kind of not right. This is a sad story but it's also kind of funny in a way because it's like the stuff of cartoons. It's literally like a wily e. coyote. Yeah, or Donald Duck, you know, <laughs> the bees are coming at you. This poor guy in Brazil was needing to escape the bees, jumped into a lake and was eaten by piranhas. He tried so hard. Doesn't it make you happy to live in Huron County? We don't have sharks in our water. There's Uh, no piranhas. Nothing's going to eat you here. No. You you... got some bears that if they're upset, they might attack you, but typically they run. Worst case scenario, you jump in the water and you hit your head or you you stub your toe on a rock. Very worst case scenario, you jump into Lake Huron and you float to, I don't know, some kind of cesspool. St. Joseph, for example. We're kidding, St. Joseph. Don't (laughs) write us emails. We had to pick one town along the coast, and the die landed on you today. Hopefully, you had a good, safe Halloween. I don't know if you're as bloated from all the candy as I am, but if you are, some lemon water brings down the bloating. Oh, does it? Thank it, you for it that. Does. That's that what tip. The, the internet well, told me that. Well, the internet told me more candy. Eating more candy gets rid of the bloating. Okay. Yeah. Neither of us are doctors, so you can listen yeah. to either one of us. That's what Facebook says. Life is just like one big classroom, right? You're just learning stuff all the time. Yeah. And our own Mad Hussey, you learned a very important lesson about giving instruction to young children. Yeah, you got to be specific with kids. Ooh. Oh, I wasn't, and it, it cost me. Some kids came to my door. I figured, well, these might be the only ones we'll see all night, so they might as well have a lot of candy. So they, they grabbed one chocolate bar each. Really nice, courteous kids. And then I'm like, no, take more. I don't want all this candy left over at the end of the night. And the kids did what any reasonable child would do when told to take more candy, they reached both fists, both of them, into the candy bowl, four fists in my bowl, and they are taking as much as they possibly can. You told them to take more. I know, but I thought that they would just grab like one or two more. No. Why would you think children would be reasonable? Because they were so polite at the get-go just taking one. You've had three (laughs) of these things. (laughs) You don't know what they're like with candy? And then, I, like, uh, had a little slipper. I'm like, whoa, 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 I didn't mean that much. And I shouldn't have said that out loud. Candy costs money, kids. Because I secretly wanted to have a lot of leftover candy. Uh huh. And these anyway, kids were foiling your plan. I was happy they got more. I think <laughs> I've got less candy now, but. It's okay. You I was happy st- for them. You're an adult, dude. You're an adult with a job. Go to the store and you can buy you can buy the full-size chocolate bars for yourself. The full-size ones. I don't think there's going to be leftover candy this year to buy at reduced rates though. Uh, didn't you say that the Christmas candy's already out? I-, I was at Walmart and Zares yesterday and they had already flipped over the to the Christmas displays. Oh man. So it doesn't take long, eh? Bit of a candy shortage. Same with pumpkins. I couldn't find any pumpkins yesterday. But you were shopping for a pumpkin on Halloween day. Yeah, that was dumb, but still, you got to get there early. Either way, if you missed out on the tiny little chocolate bars, you can now get candy canes. Mm. And Terry's chocolate oranges if you're into gross stuff. And Toffee Fay. Sometimes if my dog gets in trouble, we'll send him outside into the yard and say, You've been bad. You've been bad, Uber. And then sometimes he does silly things like starts to dig up the lawn as if to get back at us. And I have a feeling maybe that's what this dog did in Manitoba. A dog's name was Titan. And he was out in the backyard after playing with a skunk, was in trouble. Oh, God. I know some so, dogs, dude, like five yeah. times they've gotten it from the skunk. And so he was kicked off the, the deck and his comfy pillow had to be in the backyard. Then it starts to rain. And so what does the dog do? He goes and jumps in. The golf cart yeah there's a nice cover on yeah. it and this family had a security camera so footage caught the dog jumping on the golf cart which i guess still had the key in it it was still on it was activated dog starts going in the golf cart bangs into the family truck <laughs> they come home they're away and uh, re- think, well somebody's went for a joy in our golf cart and banged into our truck let's check the cameras It was their dog, Titan. Oh, the dog. The poor thing. It already had a rough day, and then it it tried to pretend that it didn't hit the truck, too. You can see it kind of like slowly jump out of the cart after it hits the truck. It's like, nothing to see here. Maybe the dog was drunk like most people who drive a golf cart. Right. You don't drive that thing (laughs) sober. So a warning out there, if you have your golf cart out still. Do you put winter tires on the golf carts? You are doing Blythe. In Blythe or Meneset. You live in Meneset, you're putting winter yeah, tires on that thing. I'm not, n- I'm not not driving my golf cart. Yeah, a lot of people have golf carts out there and dogs. So be careful, this can happen. Be careful, make sure you take the keys out. So OPP reported that in the Roxeter area, someone handed out some treats that were in kind of what looked like a reused... Bag, maybe from the cannabis store or maybe some headphones were in there. It just wasn't your typical bag that candy would come in. And it got me thinking, well, I can relate with this person. If I see a nice bag, I keep it. And use it later. I we, mean, we've told the story a bunch of times on the radio, but the long and short your mom used to send you to school with change for lunch, and she'd put the change in a maxi pad bag. The, yeah. pa- the bag that the maxi pad came in, they come in a little bag. It's only used once. Once you take it out, you might as well reuse it. And some girl at your school pointed out, um, yeah. I don't know if you know, Matt, that's a maxi pad bag. The other kids are talking. And I didn't know, I was in like grade seven. And I was thankful that she told me because kids were laughing at me and I was wondering why. But you grew up where you used everything. You reused everything. You didn't waste a thing. My mom would actually clean out the milk bags and reuse those. Put corn, beans, throw that in the freezer with a twist tie. You reused everything. This was before there was like plastic everywhere. And everyone just went and bought plastic Every time they needed new stuff. This was in the 1900s. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, I don't think this person should be so condemned for reusing a bag and giving it out to to kids. Well, you you should use a fresh bag. You You should. You don't know what was in the bag. I mean, for the Halloween candy, stick with the store-bought package stuff. Stick with a fresh bag that nothing has been in before. Yeah. I get that, too. I got uh, gift-wrapped shamed. So growing up, my parents, we were kind of poor. Yeah. They'd always wrap my presents in newspaper. Oh, yeah. I never thought anything. It just, it was whatever. I still got to open a present. the London Free Press. Really? It was a London (laughs) Free Press all the time. (laughs) And uh, my first Christmas with uh, Trisha's family, we were buying presents for her nephews and niece. And I was like, should I just grab some newspapers from work to wrap these things? She's like, no, dummy. We have wrapping newspaper. What's wrong with you? I was like, well, that's what we did, and it was cheap growing up. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. But that's, you're right. Like, we should be doing more stuff like this. Why would you go to a store and buy something that can't even be recycled? And who the kid doesn't care. They just care what's inside the package. Yeah, they get to open a present either way. So, you know what, this year I'm using the Signal Star. Yeah, (laughs) using the... Like Like after I read it. After I read it, and then I'm going to wrap the present. And then the kids can read it before they unwrap the present. It's the circle of life. I know, you get a lot of things from your parents. Oh, God, thriftiness is one of them. I love it. Doug Ford government announced yesterday they were increasing the minimum wage to 15 bucks come the new year. So it's currently $14.35 an hour on January 1st. going to go up to 15 bucks. That's 65 cents extra. Whoa. Per hour. My God, are we just going to be giving people all this money? They're going to be buying flat screen TVs and... Cottages, Yeah, all the uh, stuff, all that money. That's an extra $5.20 a day. With all that money, you can start saving for a vacation to Amberley, I guess. That's enough to drive from Clinton to Lonsboro in your truck. Sedan, maybe. A truck, you got to work a couple days for that. Extra $5.20 a day. I mean, that's like 26 bucks a week. You can afford to take your sweetheart out for that fancy anniversary dinner. Pop in your car. You say, sweetie, get in the car or go to the restaurant. And you know what? You get... Whatever you want off the dollar menu at Wendy's. Enough to take your boss out for coffee and ask for an actual living (laughs) wage. The Toy Hall of Fame has narrowed down its 12 finalists to the three that made it into the Hall of Fame. American Girl Dolls, the board game Risk, and Sand. Okay, (laughs) let's be fair though. Sand is kind of cool, but Sandbox is one of those things everybody played with. I guess it's a toy. It's like the original toy, isn't it? I'm sure there were caveman kids out just like, hey, this stuff's cool. I can mold it and make things out of it. It's a cool toy. You did that as a kid. Nobody even had to show you as a kid. Parents would take you to the Goddard Beach, Grand Bend Beach. You just figured out sand on your own. My kids, when they were really young, though, it was a nightmare going to the beach because they wanted to eat it. Put a bunch in their mouth. Ugh. It's called natural selection, Matthew. (laughs) Well, I'm sure other kids did this, right? (laughs) Just as special as your children. But I love the sandbox. We had a big, huge sandbox growing up, and we'd have our Tonka trunks and... We would make roads everywhere and bridges and buildings, and then we'd cry when it rained and it all just went away. Or your brother would step on it and laugh and (laughs) laugh. (laughs) I just ruined all your hard work. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Or maybe a rock. Would the rock be one of the earlier toys if sand technically counts? Because I remember throwing rocks at my brother, and I would just, like, chuckle all the live long day. Oh, rocks. Oh, rocks. Good good times. And sticks. Don't leave out sticks. You can throw sticks at your siblings, too. Us kids agree. Grew up poor. We know These yeah. were our toys. Rocks, sticks, and sand. Would your kids eat rocks too? <laughs> yes. Is that why they have dental issues? Oh. The Oxford English Dictionary have chosen the word vax as the word of the year. non vaccine, just vax. vax. Everyone shortened it because we used it for everything. There was the vaxie. You know what that means? Oh, no, The it, the vaccine? Yeah, it's that selfie you take when you take, get the vaccine. <laughs> okay. It's called your vaccine. Yeah, I saw that a lot on social and media. And then there's words like anti-vax, double-vaxed, vaxed and waxed, full-vax, half-vaxed, <laughs> vax pass. When I fill out my uh, time sheet for time off, I have to send it up to head office in Owens Sound, so I use the vax machine. That's what a needle should be called, right? A vax machine. Nice. We missed the opportunity there. Evidently, something special is happening this week that is preventing our own mad hussy from going for a walk. I'm dying to know. Hunting season. How's that stopping you from walking? Why, well, you're supposed to stay off the trails this week. How is that stopping you from walking? You didn't answer the question. Because I'm a, a trail walker. But I can walk around town this week. So well, it's a yes. nice excuse to uh, just walk around town. Excuse? You don't need an excuse to walk well, around town. You live here yeah. and you pay taxes. I'm not complaining because it's the hunter's turn for the forest, but I like to trail run. That's my favorite thing to do. And so I just have to accept that this week I just don't need to get any exercise, I guess. There's outside, (laughs) there's a sidewalk on your street. I've seen it. I know. I like to have trees. I like to be surrounded by nature. There's trees on your street. I'm not complaining. (laughs) I'm just saying. There has to be a certain amount of trees for me to enjoy my walk. The hunters get a week. Yeah. You just walk in town. The least least we could give the hunters is a week. You live in the town of Goderich. It's a nice town to walk around. But if you want a change of scenery, maybe you drive down the road to Clinton and you walk around Clinton. Or maybe you'd rather risk getting shot and go into the bush. I don't know. There's this Ontario family said they found rocks in their smoothies. They got some frozen raspberries, PC berries from the local Loblaws and made smoothies for the kids and the kids were like uh what what's this mommy my mouth hurts mom yeah it was like sharp rock so there must have been a rock in the package of raspberries and when they put it in the blender obviously it turned into like shards of rock sharp rock kids drank the rocks i love a good shard <laughs> they're not well they're not sure if the kids drank them or not but apparently Mom and dad didn't get any sleep for days while these maybe rocks that they swallowed got digested. They weren't sure what was going to happen. Scary. And, and you know there's somebody who heard that story and said, back in my day, we ate rocks and we liked it. We just ate rocks just for fun. Oh, so if you could find a red rock, you were really lucky. So they took their complaint to Loblaws, President's Choice, and they said, well, we'll give you 300,000 optimum points. <laughs> If you're not familiar with the point system at at uh, Law's, that's about 300 bucks in groceries. Yeah, so that's not bad. But they were like, "No, sorry, we could have got hurt." So I don't know if they're just keeping the doors open for a lawsuit or what. But 300 thousand PC points at least give them some cash or something. It's like, oh, I got to go back and buy more frozen fruit with rocks in it. Oh, your kids <laughs> almost died from the rock shards. You know what? Here's some ground beef. <laughs> You get bone in the ground beef, yeah, but that's just expected. I had, I had bones in my ground beef yesterday. I had a meatball. To be fair, though, that ground beef had a pulse at one point, so I, I can forgive that. Yeah. It was a thing that lived and blinked, but I mean, Loblaws, come on, rocks and the raspberries. I expect this when I shop at Walmart, but not Loblaws. <laughs> Maybe Giant Tiger. Uh, I don't know. Or nowhere. <laughs> come on, Matthew. You can make fun of some companies. I know. Giant Tiger doesn't advertise. Apparently, a bunch of people who are Bell customers, Bell cellular customers, are saying that the clocks went back an hour over the weekend. So they're supposed to go back an hour this coming weekend, yeah. but not this past weekend. So a bunch of people are going to be showing up late for work. I guess you have a good excuse if you're late. You can just say you're with Bell. I mean, I guess the big problem here is that you're with Bell in the first place. Sorry, boss. Uh-huh. I'm, uh-huh. You forgot to do the little rim shot to congratulate yourself on the terrible joke. Yeah, I'm with Bell. I know you are. But my, I didn't have any problems. Remember I, I ranted about Bell for a whole day here at the station? There was one day Matt was so upset with Bell. Uh, we won't oh. go into the reason, but Matt Matt had a good reason to be very upset with Bell. And you told me... I can't remember the exact words, but it was more or less like, I am not renewing with this evil company. They are the worst. I will never give them any more money than I have to. It was like two weeks later, you renewed your contract. Oh, I Bell. know. I, I went back. It was, it's like a kind of an abusive relationship. I went back to I went back to them. They I offered, love you so much, Bell. Please well, no. let me have you as my cell phone provider. Well, it, was, it was bad. They offered me a good deal. After my complaining and then I'm like, (laughs) well, all abusers do. I promise I'll change. I know it's, it's not a good cycle, but anyways, if you're a bell, you have a good excuse for being late today. No, you don't because people whose clocks go, if the clocks went ahead an hour, you think people would show up to work an hour early? No, it never happens with daylight savings time either. People always sleep in for daylight savings time, but then when the clock jumps ahead, they don't show up an hour early for work. So they're faking it. They're always faking it, Matthew. I don't want to criticize you for being with Bell, though. I'm with the Rogers. They might they might be the one company slightly more evil than Bell. They might be worse. There's this Colorado man wanted to help out his mom. Mom has a problem with some spiders, some cobwebs. We've all been there, right? You yeah. Got, you got a parent. They're getting older. They need something. In fact, I saw this just a few weeks ago. One of my neighbors, their son was home. And I saw him out there with a blowtorch trying to clean weeds off of the driveway. And I thought, what an odd choice, a blowtorch to get rid of weeds. This is similar to this story. This guy brings over a blowtorch to get rid of the cobwebs. And you guessed it, the house catches on fire. Well, of course it catches on fire. Is the house gone? No, they got the fire out. But he tried to put out the fire for a whole hour by himself before he actually called the professionals. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. This is a very important question. Are the cobwebs gone? I'm assuming so. Well, then job well done. Fire does do a good job, but it does such a good job that it catches other things on fire. Fun fact... Fire spreads. Yeah, fire spreads to other parts of the house, not just the cobwebs. I use water to get rid of the cobwebs. It's power okay. wash. On the porch is fine. Yeah. You don't use it inside the house. No. Uh, cobwebs on the ceiling, you got the power washer inside, destroying the chandelier. Or you can call a professional. Yeah, we got some pest control professionals I've, around. I've had ants and mice. Truly Nolan dealt with them. This is not a paid ad for Truly Nolan. They just come... When I've had problems, and now I don't have problems. Yeah. And I don't think they use flamethrowers. No. The guy who came over, no flamethrower. You might have seen Matt and I if we came to your business in our creepy cruiser dropping off Halloween candy. Matt dressed uh, smartly as Ted Lasso from the TV show. He had a a track suit on. It was the most comfortable Halloween costume. In fact, it was more comfortable than just my regular clothes. And I used my own facial hair for the mustache. So no makeup, nothing stuck on my face. It was so nice. I dressed as a young Matt Hussey and you had nice hair. So I had a a wig on with long hair. And having hair... Is awful. It's terrible, isn't it? I I don't know how, I mean, obviously there's men with long hair, but largely women with the long hair. It was getting in my eyes all day long and whenever it was windy, it was just blowing all over the place and I had to like, Move it back? Hair yeah. is a nightmare. Because otherwise, you're bald. You shave your head. Yeah, I should point that out. I'm fully bald. Like uh, razor to the head bald. And we were taking pictures at every stop. And half the time, you couldn't even see your face. <laughs> it was a windy day, and the hair was like over your face. And then every time we got back into the cruise, you were like... Pull, pull. Pull, hair yeah. in my mouth. Pulling it, hair out of my pulling mouth. Pulling hair out of your mouth. It was, it was a disaster for you. I it felt it, bad for you. It reaffirmed my decision to shave my head. It was yeah. a good decision. You were like, I'm so glad I'm bald. <laughs> Dude, why don't, why don't more women do this? Yeah. Why don't more people do this? Like, your hair is not that long, but, like, the wind is a nightmare. You can't roll the window down in the car without your hair getting messed up. There's so many things. Your hair can get caught in a blender. I mean, there's just so many things that can go wrong with hair. The axle of your truck. Oh, there's just so many Seriously. places your hair could get caught. Yeah. You can get gum in it. You can put gum right on my head. Nothing would happen. It ends up in your sandwich every time. Yeah, there's just hair... Uh, does Natalie do this? Trish will like, she has the shower comb and she takes the shower that, or she takes the hair from the shower and like balls it up and sticks it to the wall. What? Does Natalie do that or no. any of your kids? It's disgusting. Maybe it's just Trish and I'm calling her out It now. fills up the drain. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Ladies, shave your head. It's and a drain. It's, yeah, men, I guess. Men contribute to this. But shorter hair is e- easier to deal with than longer hair. We have hair all over our bodies. Yeah. We're, we're the worst. You're right. Being a man is harder than being a woman. I agree, Matthew. Not many of us would be like 80-year-old Norman Ruff, who recently got an OPP Bravery Award last week. This guy's from Port Carling up near Muskoka. So he's getting this award a few years after this incident with a black bear came through their kitchen window 1 30 a.m bear came through the window of their home they started to hear some commotion downstairs him and his wife lois (laughs) (laughs) lois what's that damn commotion what's going on lois are you down there no lois is in the bed beside him there's a bear in the cottage and it's causing all this ruckus and then as soon as he got down the bear stands up and he starts getting into a fight with the bear. Does the bear have boxing gloves on? Is this a foxy boxing bear? Well, this is the way it sounds. He said he he went down. The bear started to roar. Then... <laughs> hey, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and then he started punching the bear in the nose. Just, and then he said the bear's giving him a few slaps back. <laughs> At some point, he managed to make his way to the door, open the door, and the bear went outside. But he, he was basically in the ring with this bear at 80 years old i can't believe this story it's incredible i would have laid down i would have offered the bear money (laughs) sexual favors to go away oh gosh oh man this guy like put his dukes up and he started punching the bear in the mush so he got out he was a bit of a hero at the Bracebridge hospital for a while it's the guy who fought a bear he just got a little nerve damage in his thumb and that was it I know men are supposed to be like sensitive now or supposed to be more aware and try to take the peaceful approach to like just life in general not just fighting bears. Men are kind of a little more calm and less macho than like Clint Eastwood days, John Wayne days. And that's okay. No that, no no, that's totally fine, but there is something sexy, right? If you were to fight off a bear that broke into your home, you don't think Natalie would be like, "Oh, my husband is such a macho man. I love him so much. Oh yeah, I'd be attractive. Oh and, my and, god, and vice versa. If she, if she went down and fought the bear, I'd be, I'd be thinking, wow, that's, that's pretty hot. Take me, you Amazonian goddess. Yes. The country one hundred four point nine mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.